0: The Buckeyes, are building confidence on both sides of the ball, and that's key for their mindset heading into the game against Notre Dame on Saturday night. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked. On guys put a locked on podcast network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens podcast. It is Wednesday, September 20th in the year 2023, and today's episode is brought to us by our friends at Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com/slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free water bottle with any purchase. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you, during today's episode, we will discuss the big test that is in front of the Buckeyes defensive line, and stock up, stock down, adding plus one this week, it's back. But first, your Buckeye football team, led by Ryan Day, offensively by Brian Hartline, defensively by Jim Knowles, they are building confidence right now. Through the first three games of the season, the Buckeyes on offense, they're starting to figure some things out. The Buckeyes defensively, they have been tough in some categories and getting better in all of them. The Buckeyes building confidence its huge right now, not just for one player, but for every person involved with the Buckeye football team because that confidence is key and it's going to be needed for the Buckeyes Saturday in a prime-time matchup against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. This game is... We all look at it, we all see it, we all hear. Oh, Buckeyes, Notre Dame, excuse me, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Just those two teams in a game alone is gonna draw a lot of eyeballs. When you factor in some of the storylines for this game last year, the Buckeyes won 21 to 10 in the shoe. Will that success? Will they have the same success and outcome Saturday night in at South Bend, Indiana? We're gonna have to wait and see. Another storyline, a current grad assistant at Ohio State was a grad assistant a year ago at Notre Dame, James Laurinaitis. That same grad assistant in James Laurinaitis, three-time All-American, two-time captain, is also a former teammate of Notre Dame's head football coach in Marcus Freeman. So you have two teammates who used to coach together, are now on opposite sidelines coaching against each other. In this big matchup, what other storylines do you have? Lorenzo Styles Jr. is now a buckeye. Lorenzo Styles was the was was on Notre Dame a year ago, scored early in the first quarter, scored the only touchdown Notre Dame had in that contest last year. He is now a buckeye with his brother Sonny Styles, who is a starter at Ohio State. What's another storyline? Javante Jean Baptiste, former Buckeye defensive end. It's now a defensive end for Notre Dame. These are just a few of them. Then you add in what Notre Dame and Ohio State mean to college football. What You add in Ryan Day and the pressure that he is under by some people to do a lot of great things this year and some things that he has not done over the past couple of years at the Ohio State University. So many different storylines, and all of these storylines are great. But storylines are only one thing. And as we turn the page to Notre Dame and look ahead to that contest in a few days from today, confidence is key. And the confidence this team has built over the past few weeks, um, week one, week two, week three. Week three is not the end all be all going to be able to tell us what we're going to see from the Buckeyes against Notre Dame on Saturday. But that confidence boost, the morale boost, not just from the starting starters on offense or defense, but also the backups as well, it's pivotal, man, because you don't want to go into a contest like this and you're lacking confidence. You're lacking the ability to believe in yourself. You are lacking the ability to be able to make the right call, make the right read, realizing that you have to trust the film study, trust what your coaches are saying, because not only from previous years, but from previous games this year, you have seen what they are saying to you is important and is something that they know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. And if you use the confidence that you've built over the past few weeks, especially in game number three, you can use that to catapult you into having maybe a prime time performance Saturday night in Notre Dame Stadium. Ultimately, for the Buckeyes, all that aside, they shouldn't need um, any added motivation. Yeah, the confidence is great. The storylines are there. Top 10 matchup, great. All of these things are true about this matchup. You shouldn't need any of that to fuel you for this game. Yeah, being more confident in yourself and the coaches and the play calling, all those things, those things are great. That is true. Can't erase it. But this is what you play college football for. This is why you come to Ohio State to play in these type of games, knowing that this these two teams, I do believe, have only played six times in the history, history of these two football programs. Think about how weird that is. Two schools that are less than 300 miles apart, two schools that are two of the um, blue bloods, as some say in college football, two schools that when you look at the emblem, you know it means something special to the sport, have only played six times total ever? How about you add to that? How about you add to what's going to be right in front of you and create a narrative yourself? Confidence is key though. I could could go away from what has happened the past few weeks, but building confidence right now is huge. You build confidence. Let's just say the Buckeyes, I'm not predicting what's going to happen just yet. I This is one of those games, and I went to this season, and I said, would the Buckeyes go undefeated? I was leaning more towards the no side than the yes side. How many losses would the Buckeyes have this year? If I said they're not undefeated, I didn't lean towards two. I leaned towards one, and I said, hey, what games can they possibly lose? Notre Dame is one of them. Wisconsin's one of them. Penn State's one of them. Michigan's one of them. These are all reality, and still in my head, I realized going into this game on Saturday, I am not confident. At the but I am more confident that the Buckeyes will win this game, but I'm not confident that that is actually going to happen. So the confidence is great. Building confidence is great for this moment. But think about what can happen as you turn the page in Notre Dame. What's after that? You build confidence right now. You come out of this game with a win. What are you getting? A bye week the following week. You get the rest. Get your body up to par before a long grueling eight game stretch of nothing really nine games if you want to count well potentially nine if you want to count the possibility of playing in the in the big Ten conference championship game possibly nine straight conference games um you got purdue maryland Rutgers, michigan state who else you got penn state wisconsin michigan you, you got some of these schools that should be an easy cakewalk easy walk through the park But you also got some stuff right in your bag where it's like, oh, buddy, if we don't bring our A game, this could be a long eight game stretch for us. An eight game stretch that might not be nine because of losing a game that knocks us out of the pot, having the chance to play at the Big Ten Conference championship game for the third season in a row. Building confidence right now is key. Notre Dame is a good football team. This football team this year, I do believe, is better than the one a year ago. And ultimately, this could be the toughest game outside of Michigan. One of the tougher games, top two, um, top three, which is really saying a lot because Penn State's good, uh, Michigan's good. Um, Wisconsin, eh, we'll see. But it's going to be top two, top three toughest games the Buckeyes will play all year on Saturday. They can win. If they keep the confidence high, if they keep building on the success that they recently had, There's a good chance this team can be really successful and come out of this game with a victory on Saturday night. But they got to keep building momentum, building in their confidence because it's going to be a long battle, hard fought four quarters on Saturday night. Speaking of a hard battle, the Buckeyes defensive line is going to have one to be in the midst of one in South Bend on Saturday night. What can we say about this battle that can predict what we could see from this unit? We'll dive into it next on Lockdown Buck, guys. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. As the temperatures outside warm up, then cool off, warm up, then cool off, you might be having a little bit of a harder time than normal staying comfortable with the temperatures changing as quickly as they are. Well, our friends at Bird Dogs allow us to have and add clothing to our wardrobe that allow us to stay comfortable and they're fit for. Any occasion, bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exa- exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. Mention, remember how I mentioned they're fit for any occasion outing such as golfing, going out with your woman or your uh, significant other, any evening out, going to the pool, working out, lounging, and even going to work. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Thanks for making loft on Buckeyes your first listen every single day. And this Saturday, your Ohio State Buckeyes play the Notre Dame Fighting Irish at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Catch every snap of the Buckeyes Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Buckeyes. This defensive line, many of you have been critical of them. I believe a lot of that criticism is warranted. Many of you are comfortable with how they have played. And I believe you as well. You could find ways to make that argument a good one to make. No matter where you sit with the Buckeyes defensive line this coming up weekend, this is going to be a test. A They have a really good, a really, really, really good offensive line. Yeah, it's not perfect. It's not one of those things where you look out there and say, well, um... Five guys' first-round picks in the upcoming NFL draft. I wouldn't go that far, but from Joe Walt the left tackle to Blake Fisher at right tackle, this team is really, really good. Many of us watched the Week 0 game between Notre Dame and Navy over in Dublin, and what did we see? Domination by the old line of Notre Dame. Now I'm not going to sit up here and say that uh, I know everything about this unit. Saying, "Oh, I can tell you where old boy went to high school and I know who his uh, third grade teacher was." I'm not going that far. But what I do know is this: this unit is talented. Now, also, Navy is not the caliber of Ohio State. But when you come out week one, you make some noise like that, and you just push the opposition around, knowing that they're a well-disciplined team. What do you find, man? You better bring your A game, because if not, your team might not do exactly what you want them to do on the field. Notre Dame recently released their depth chart for the, um, for the game Saturday against the Buckeyes. This is actually uh, was posted by Brian Driscoll, the publisher of irishbreakdown.com. Um, same site where my guy Ryan Roberts covers uh, Notre Dame recruiting. He's also our, <laughs> my favorite NFL draft analyst, um, Audric. Estimate, believe I said his name correctly, five foot 11 and a half, 227 pounds. Uh Payne, Payne, 208. Those are the two backs that you better get used to. You better know those names and numbers. Estimate number three, payne, no, excuse me, estimate number seven, payne number three. Get used to those numbers and understand that when they're on the field, there's a good chance they're gonna be tote net rock behind this good offensive line that Notre Dame has this year. But with that said. They're not going to be running the, game, the ball all game. Sam Hartman, the quarterback, been around college football for a really long time. Sixth year playing the sport. Six foot one, two hundred and twelve pounds. Number ten. This young man, one of the better quarterbacks in the country. One of those guys that if I'm looking out there saying Buckeyes go out there and get a guy in the portal for a quarterback, Sam, Har- Sam Hartman's the guy. Like you go out there and try to get him. Now I'm not saying they didn't do it. I understand. I'm co- I am really glad Kyle is a quarterback. But if you go out there and say, "Hey, we need a quarterback. Who could we get in the portal for this past cycle?" Sam Hartman's a guy, and, the, and Notre Dame got him. This uh, this offensive line, though, left to right, I only doing height and weight: six foot seven and a half, three hundred twenty-two pounds; six four three zero three; six three three zero six; six four and a half three fourteen; and six six three fifteen. These guys are built like an NFL offensive line. The Buckeyes' D line has not allowed a team to rush for over 100 yards in a single game this year. That's huge. That's a big deal. And I don't care if it's Indiana, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky, or who it is. I don't care. In college football, holding a team to that, three teams in back-to-back-to-back weeks, buddy, that's huge. And they're going to need to be able to um, have their keys down, being able to read the right part. Of the man that they're reading at that time, don't read, don't read the right side when it's supposed to be the left. Don't, don't, don't look down when you're supposed to be looking a little bit higher than that. Have your keys down pat. Tyreek Williams has been, been playing phenomenal ball this year. Great, great, great ball this year. Uh, we remember this, this summer talking to Ryan Roberts about Tyreek Williams, and one of the frustrations was how much he didn't play a year ago. Michael Hall Jr., how much they, he didn't play a year ago both guys are playing more Go, both guys are playing better both guys are being a little bit consistent when they're on the field and you know what that consistency is going to be needed but i wonder if this is a game now we saw burke um really emerge over the past few weeks this season uh, uh igman Ose is going to get picked on but he's doing a good job as well jordan hancock playing really good in that nickel what are we going to see with this unit though we I highlight Eichenberg and Chambers and how they've been rangy and doing a lot of the good things at the backer position. That's great. They can only do that if the guys in front of them do their job. So I'm specifically looking at, this is a big test for the D-line, I am looking at Tywon Malone, Michael Hall Jr., Ty Hamilton, Ty Lee Williams. The interior, this is going to be looking a lot at you. Also, in the past rush game, do we see more Mitchell Melton and Keanu Jackson Jr. and Caden Curry? As good as we believe Twim, O'Oll, and Sawyer can be down-the-road elite college football defensive ends, they're good. They're getting pressure and hurry, hurrying the quarterback. You got some numbers from that to back it up from this past weekend. My eyeballs also tell me that we need a little bit more, actually a lot more from both of those guys. Is this a game when you play Mitchell Melton or Kenyatta Jackson Jr. to try to be opposite of one of those two guys? Not taking both Sawyer and Tully out off the field at the same time, but to change things up and to not allow the linemen of Notre Dame to be able to get a consistent look, the same look over and over and over. The test is there. Are the Buckeyes going to win this battle with the O-line of Notre Dame? I don't know. My first thought is it's a toss-up. Maybe leaning more Notre Dame over Ohio State at this time, the D-line, O-line battle there. But I could be shocked and surprised. Just got to wait and see what's going to happen on Saturday in the, in the game against Notre Dame. This game here, I'm excited for it. I'm also excited to unveil our stock up, stock down, plus one segment of the show. Don't normally have plus one. But for this, (laughs) buddy, it deserves it. Stock up, stock down, it's back. We'll dive into that next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing con- consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout. On JaceMedical.com. That's J A S E Medical.com. Promo code Locked On. The college football season is here. And this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage of with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in depth like only Locked On can including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College football kickoff live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. This version of Stock Up, Stock Down in in our Stock Watch portion of the week, it's a little bit different. I've been trying to find a way to change things up a little bit, keep you on your toes. Throw something unexpected your way, and we're doing that today. As always, we start with the positive, go to the negative, and then I got one where it's kind of can't go up, can't go down. It's kind of just a plus one. What's going on here? Stock up, stock down, it's back. Stock up on Tyreek Williams. This man's playing a whole lot better, playing some good ball this year. And I talked about it earlier not trying to just say, like, hey, you have to focus on the run game, got to focus on the pass game. Overall, Tyreek Williams has been really, really, really good. I do believe over the weekend, I want to say he recovered that fumble in the end zone for a touchdown. I believe that was in the second half of the game. Not the second quarter, but the second half. I think, I think it was third quarter there that that actually went down. Hey, Tyreek, Tyreek Williams, people have been calling on him to – do X, Y, or Z. Conditioning was one thing. Be more consistent when on the field. Looks like he's doing both of those and accomplishing that goal there. Stock up on Tyreek Williams. Stock up on Kyle McCord. I am still marveling. Now, I'm not saying he's a thrower of the ball like C.J. Stroud. Accuracy-wise, this man has been pretty good in that category this season. Four incompletions on Saturday, 19-23. to 23. Over 300 passing yards, pretty good numbers. Three passing touchdowns, could have been more. This young man is doing a phenomenal job of staying within himself, doing what they did to move the ball down the field, being the guy that is showing everyone why he deserves and why he has earned the right to be called and get the label QB one in Columbus. My guy Kyle McCord, stock up. And this is a group of guys who scored their first touchdown on the season. Uh Carnel Tate, or excuse me, of their careers, not just season of their careers. Carnot Tate, Devin Brown, Jermaine Matthews Jr. All of them came in the second half of the game. And let me tell you that ball from Devin Brown um to Carnot Tate. Woo, wait, that was a good ball, man. That boy can sling that rock. I remember in the stadium, I stood up and I was like, Hey, good job, db Good job, DB. And I'm like, I didn't know that I gave the kid a nickname, but it just came out in the moment. I was happy for him. I was happy for him. He's gone through a lot this offseason, not just with the quarterback battle, having a battle with an injury, having to play a couple games, six snaps week one, a little bit more week two, not winning the quarterback battle. But you know what? He's a gamer. He is a team player. DB good ball. Jermaine Matthews Jr., when I was out there, when I was watching him, watching him play, I'm like, hey, I hear people say, like, this guy can be a dude. This guy could do something special. When he was locked up with this receiver numerous times before that pick six, he was saying, hey, you, hey buddy, I got you. I got you. I got you. And I wouldn't be shocked if more Buckeye fans over the next few weeks, um, the next couple of years, I see you guys walking around with Jermaine Matthews Jr. jerseys uh, on number 24 because, hey, he can be a dog. If he keeps playing, he can be. This, I know it's only his freshman year, so we can't do a lot of projecting because he hasn't played a lot of ball yet, but. This young man can be good. Stock down on waiting till week three for the Buckeyes to score more than fifty points in a game. I'm being a little sarcastic, but also a little um, impatient um, because of the opponents the Buckeyes are playing. Now, it's not just who me saying the Buckeyes should score fifty points every game. No, it's the opponents you're playing. We expect we collectively expected more from the offense during those games. Hey, got it though. Sixty three, a sixty three, a sixty three burger. Ooh, not a lot of people can do that in any sport. Got it done. Good job there. Stock down on still needing to see consistent energy and passion from this football team. This is not just something that I have said. Ryan Day said the same thing. And this team, we just need more. I get people talking to me uh, about that. My wife has made comments. Um. People who have been on the show have made comments calling for the boys to be more passionate on the football field consistently. I don't know what it's going to take. I'm not sure. However, what do we see? We see a team still needing more in this category. It can be done, though. It can be done. Maybe this is the week we see it. Also, stock not really up, not down, but. Stock watch, waiting for more. Why didn't Dallin Hayden play last week? We saw four of the five Buckeye running backs play: Trevion Henderson, Chip Trainum, uh, Mayan Williams. You even saw Evan Pryor. Great to see him on the field. Might I add, not trying to uh, throw that uh, throw that out the window. Great to see him on the field. Where's Dallin Hayden? Because to me, there now I, I I have a feeling something happened. I just don't know, but. To me, he needs to play a lot, a whole lot more than he has been this year in some of those mop-up duties. Not sure. Is this going to be a redshirt year for him? Maybe. You can still play four games in redshirt. He could have got some clock in that game, but also good for Evan Pryor to get on the field. Out of here on a Wednesday, two more days left, trying to schedule a crossover with Locked on Irish to come on here to give the Irish Breakdown point of view, not irishbreakdown.com, but the... To break down the Irish um uh game uh game plan for the game on Saturday. Out of here, guys, you can follow me on X. Yes, it's called X at J 7 Send all of your emails to J Stevens317 at gmail.com. Out of here on a Wednesday, Buckeye fans. I'll see you next time.